0: Hi and welcome to this bonus episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the 5 Star Network. Uh this is a bonus episode for this week uh because I wanted to do a like breakdown of the Reyes de Perez with the girl that uh, did the preview with me, Amy.
1: Hi. Hi, it's uh, I'm back. <laughs> I don't don't know how good good of a thing that might be, but you know, um the people wanted more, so we're here to deliver it. But yeah, I'm so excited to be on. You know, I t- I listened back to myself on the last episode. <laughs> I have this problem in life where I talk way too quickly, and I sounded like I was on a treadmill. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like a bit like a heel shoon Skywalker. I'm just gonna slow it down today. <laughs> Try not to sound like I'm high on Red Bull or Monster or anything like that. But yeah, like really excited to be back. Tag League was great. Really excited to review it as well. A little bit full circle. But yeah, thanks for having yeah. me back.
0: <laughs> so, like my plan for this show is that we. It's kind of like a bonus show. Uh, last time you were on, we previewed the the, to- the whole tournament and we went through every team. And I, I wanted to do it again, but this time give them grades and talk about what were our favorite matches and stuff like that. Um, so I'd, uh, before we start with that, though, how how did you feel about the tournament as a whole when it was over? The Reyes de Piraeus Dragon Gate Tournament. By the way,
1: (laughs) I thought it was like overall very good. You know, I like, I think when I've watched a few like tournaments in my time, and usually how I sort of judge based on like how good the tournament was, was that like I don't need like every match to be a spreadsheet match. But say, like, if I come away from the tournament and I have like five matches. If it's it's like a big round robin one like this, if I have like five matches where I think that was great, that was fantastic. I overall think like it's a very good tournament. And for me, I had, I think, eight matches from Raider House on my spreadsheet. So, you know, overall, I'd say it was like a very good tournament. I think a lot of people came out of this tournament better than when they entered it, which for me is always a great sign. And I think they uh they put together some really exciting things at Champion Gate from this tournament as well. So I think it really ticked a lot of boxes. I think apart from the finals, we were sort of missing a bit of like a, a wow match, but I think the finals delivered a bit of a wow match for me personally. But yeah, I'd say overall, really good tournament. And it's nice that they ran it in a period where usually is quite a bit slow for Dragon Gate, you know, so it was nice to sort of kick the year off really nicely. Yeah. You know, like Dragon Gate for me, I don't know about you, but Dragon Gate for me has done the best tag team wrestling in all of wrestling so far this year. And it's largely because of this tournament.
0: Yeah. D. is the like tag team of the year because of this tournament. So uh, Ikura and, and uh, Yoshioka. Well, I, in the end of the t- tournament, I felt like it, was a great month of Dragon Gate and uh, it overall just like felt like it was such a rewarding time and uh, for a, a time of the year where it, it, nothing much is happening as you said in, in Dragon Gate and you only are like building up to or wait building up to like the first title chan- uh, matches of the year uh, when it comes to Champion Gate and stuff like that and um. I I I I know uh, D- Dylan, my co-host on on the show, has said before that 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 this tournament was kind of like house show filled. So most of the matches were like house showish and like that. And that that was kind of like not a criticism, but more of it like how how he was expecting the matches to be sometimes. And I I I said uh, that I felt. It was more standout than that because it w- it wasn't like the like derby uh, triangle derby in Stardom because I felt most of the matches I-, I felt a lot of the matches in the in the Reyes de Pereas delivered some like meaningful, meaningful stories that I will like remember for the rest of the year and um, I really liked like each team felt like they had a big role in the the whole tournament. Uh, maybe some exceptions but most of them I felt had that
1: yeah like I'd, I'd agree with that I think I think as well it also depends on like the team specifically because I think some of the teams like definitely put a shift in you know like there's a couple yeah. of teams where there's not really memorable things you can talk about from them but no. then you have some teams like some of the ones on the top of our list that we'll go into where some of like their best matches were on the house shows you know, like one of my highest rated matches from the tournament was in a house show in front of like two hundred and fifty people. You know, so yeah. I I, I like that yeah, I would say also like I like that it was a bit different from the Triangle Derby and that like you did have some teams that were really, you know, looking to put forward great matches and that made me really excited for the whole thing.
0: Yeah. As as of work rate tournament, I thought this tournament was pretty good on the work side. But uh We'll start getting into the teams now. Uh, when we did the preview, we did A block to B block. So this time, since it's the review <laughs> breakdown, we'll do B block to A block. Because that is uh, how we I wanted to be fun. And uh, I hope I didn't screw up your notes, Amy. Oh, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> okay, so we will start talking with Talking about the finalists from the B-Block. MK, Susumi Mochizuki, and Yashushi Kanda. I am so, so happy I was right about this team.
1: <laughs> this is why you started off with them, isn't it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're
1: having your victory lap.
0: <laughs> I... I said on the preview that this team is going to be a sleeper hit of the tournament, and mm. I was right, wasn't I? <laughs> look at the main, look at the final, look at the match of the year contender final.
1: <laughs> I love how we thought they were going to be jobbers. <laughs> I literally called them jobbers.
0: No, but this is the original Torimon team. Susumu uh, Motosuke, and Yoshishikanda put in an effort, especially on the last two. Uh, last show, but also on the opening night, I felt they had a a really, really good match versus uh, the Strong Machines, actually the Strong Machines' best match, in my opinion, in the tournament, and um, yeah, Yasushi Kanda, I don't think anyone expected him to blow up the way he did in the main event of the final. (laughs) Emi, what what do you think about this jobber team, as you call them?
1: (laughs) Just rubbing it in now. Um, Well, I had these as my, you know, in my rankings, I had these as my fifth highest team. I gave them a B overall. Um, I thought they overall had like a really solid tournament. You know, I was, I did originally think they were going to be, you know, losing a lot. They didn't, you know, Yasushi Kanda, I was unfamiliar with your game, (laughs) you know, but um. Like you said, I thought both the opening night and their finals especially, but also I think the opening night was like just on the cusp of a spreadsheet match for me. I thought they had a really good performance. And I think even like throughout the tournament, even though they might not have had like, wow, match of the year contenders, they never really put a foot wrong. You know, they were always really, really consistently good. I thought Yasushi Kanda in the final had one of the best sort of haggled, beat the hell out of babyface performances I've seen in a long time um I thought they really pulled out a great story in the finals and I think like overall their whole story about being that original tag team because you know Susumu and Kanda have been teaming on and off for like what is it 25 years that's longer than I've been alive so you know like them putting off this whole story about being that original tag team and wanting to prove themselves in the tournament that they could still hang with the young guys I think even if their sort of work rate wasn't memorable in the middle part the actual story they were telling was really memorable that I really enjoyed and you sort of found yourself wanting to root for them because you're like well they should be able to prove that they're just as good as the young guys I also thought like just an underrated point I think them running the semi-finals on the, f- on the start of the final show was a really nice idea as well because you could sort of see how um, D Courage were very up for the for the second match and, you know, Susamu and Connor looked a bit half dead, which was quite funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, like overall, I'd say that they were really like, they had a really solid tournament. I think they definitely earned the final spot and they definitely earned the Triangle Gate match that they had after. And yeah, great start to the year for these two.
0: Yeah, and I would I would give them a B as well. I uh, I don't know where they would place fifth. Sounds pretty uh, like spot on for them. Uh, and yeah, I I just can't get over like the the final and uh, the final. I think everyone that has listened to our show before knows that everyone on our show loved the final. And I I don't know a lot of I don't know about any like. Hardcore Dragon Gate fans that didn't like the final. <laughs> so. I
1: mean it's my third highest rated tag match of the year. Like the only tag team matches I have ahead of it are, are the one in all Japan and the My tag match in stardom. I have I have this yeah. above all the other ones just because of the babyface performance and how good it was.
0: Yeah. But yeah, uh we'll move on to the runner-ups in the B block, uh Seabrats, Shun Skywalker, and Kai. We go from my like Best best team in the B block, in my opinion, to the worst team in the B block and the worst team in the in the, in, the tournament. Controversial. Uh, for, for me, I I was not a fan of the, this team. I I didn't I didn't vibe with them. Um, I've I in the end I gave them like a D plus uh, because they still had a pretty good match versus Double Dragon, uh, Dia and Kid, but I. I just didn't, I felt, I didn't really like any of uh, their matches in the long run. And I was, I felt, I just felt disappointed with each match they had. And uh, I was expecting Shun and Kai to be better. But what did you think about this team?
1: Yeah, I had them as my, they were my ninth place team. I gave them a C. And I think they had like a solid tournament but like my thing with them is that they didn't do anything wrong but they didn't really do anything great you know they weren't like i think they had a really great match with the dragons and i think the strong machines match was sort of getting to the point where it could be great but it just sort of fell at the last hurdle
0: well the point of the strong machines match was that strong machine J was going to pin chun yeah (laughs) and And i think like the only point for (laughs) this
1: yeah it's one of those things where like i think because skywalker just won the Dream Gate title, you were sort of expecting a bit more. You know, I think from what I was thinking about when they were sort of doing the trios reign and stuff like that, originally, yeah. I, I know they wouldn't leave Hyo out of the tournament, but originally I was thinking that Shun Monte was kind of supposed to be the team, but yeah. Diamante got injured, so he was paired with Kai, and I sort of thought it was like the least interesting pairing. You know, I was thinking like, I thought Kai and Ishan might have been together, but obviously they wouldn't leave Hyo out of the tournament. But I was thinking, you know, what if, like, say, Shun and Ishin? I think Shun and Ishin would have been a marginally more interesting pairing than Shun and Kai. You can sort of have that sort of like mentor dynamic that they have with Ishin just joining Zebras. But yeah, like, I would say that they were solid. They didn't really do anything bad, they didn't really do anything great. Um,
0: By by the way, I was just reminded this is not my worst team in the. uh, tournament but just
1: (laughs) I've got like three teams under these two but um but yeah I would I would give them a C overall just just sort of run of the run of the mill putting a shift I think they were putting a shift in in quite a few spaces because I think because Shun had quite like a little bit of outside work going on with like the All-Star Junior Festival and stuff like that yeah but it's one of those things where I was was... sort of kind of thinking like if it was Shun Skywalker and Diamante they would have been in my top three undoubtedly if it was Shun Skywalker and Ishin I think they would have been a much more interesting team than shun and kai but they didn't really do anything bad so yeah i've just given them a C overall
0: yeah i'm in the end they were just not that memorable
1: yeah they were just sort of there
0: <laughs> i i kind of like liked the idea before the tournament of this being like the two leaders of sea Rats and kai Kai was going to take all the losses, but then they, like, ended up being dominant. <laughs> Even though Kai m- took most of the pins uh, when they lost. Uh, but, um, yeah, I don't know. They, I, It's a team that I, I will always have, like, mixed feelings about, because I just wanted them more, <laughs> because I really like both uh, uh, wrestlers. But, yeah, you... you... You are kind of selling me on it, them not being the worst because I was reminded of Yoannision, but yeah. Moving on. I need uh, to be <laughs> fair,
1: Yoannision aren't my worst either.
0: That's interesting. That <laughs> is interesting. Okay, <laughs> moving on to the Strong Machines. Strong Machine J and Strong Machine F, Don J. They didn't break dance. The whole tournament, they didn't break dance. So Dylan, it, it, I, I'm sure for Dylan, this is the worst team in the <clears> whole <throat> whole tournament because yeah um yeah i their best match versus was versus uh moon kanda in my opinion uh i really liked their match versus dragons but in the end this was just a solid team that i ended up giving a c minus and uh just a run-of-the-mill just team that have had fun and Strong Machine J pins Shun so that was the point of the tournament <laughs> <laughs> for him yeah what you I think had of?
1: these uh, I had these guys at a C Minus as well I had them just below Shun and Kai I think they was I don't think they were sort of like meant to be a work-rate team so like Totally get that, but I wish they'd sort of leaned more into the comedy. Because, like, for me, like, when we were previewing this, we thought these guys were going to be like an absolutely hilarious comedy team. But for me, they didn't really lean into the comedy as much as they could have done. So, this sort of just made them seem a little bit like run of the mill, not very memorable. I really like the match with MK. I actually thought the match with Yamadoi was quite good. I thought it was like getting to the point where it could be really, really good. But again, it just didn't really hit. Um, I don't really have much to say about the Strong Machines. I have, like, tons to say on Shun versus Strong Machine J that we got out of it, but n- yeah. in terms of, like, the Strong Machines Tag Tournament, I think they were just sort of bodies, you know, they were there to, you know, they were there to sort of have matches and that was about it. Since,
0: since you mentioned it, give me your thoughts about Shun versus uh, Strong Machine while we were at it. I
1: really liked it. Yeah. You know, I think from... This is just, like, just talking one of the mill... There's always like conversation about Dragon Gate and how they're sort of, in my opinion, like better at doing the 3.75 to 4.5 than they are like doing the 4.75 to 5. You know, you're going to have a really consistent quality product. But when it comes to matches that go into the wow scale, they might have less than, say, like a New Japan or a Stardom or like an AEW. But for Champion Gate, it doesn't really need to be anything more than that because it's such like a proving ground event. And I thought that the choice of like Strong Machine J was a a really good choice. You know, he's someone that I've wanted to see in a bigger spot and just to see how he does. So I really like that they chose Strong Machine J. And I thought like the the actual dynamic was really good. You know, I was, I predicted right on the mask gripping. You know, I was very happy about that. We got a little bit of mask gripping. Although the fact that Shun was wearing these gloves and he couldn't do it was so funny. Because they were going at it for like a solid like two minutes trying to rip the mask, and I think they eventually gave up when they got a little bit of one. But yeah, I had this at about four stars. I think I nearly gave it four point two five, but I settled on a four. But I really, really enjoyed it. I thought the the spot on the outside was great with the with the chairs. I thought Strong Machine J lariatting the chair was fantastic.
0: That was fantastic. (laughs) I'm
1: just just saying, Strong Machine J throws a mean chair shot. Yeah. Like, like Jesus Christ, he laid that in. <laughs> like, so I, I thought Shun sold the suplexes so well. You know, when they did that one, um I don't know if it was the dragon or New if fall. it was a German, but they did one spot where he was like grabbing the ropes and he just like lost control and just literally like tumbled back and it was awesome. And I mm. think that spot was like one of my favorites in the whole match. But I think yeah, it was it was exactly what it needed to be. It proved that Strong Machine J can hang at this level. You know, I think out of this, like a Strong Machine J Brave Gate Challenge or Rain would be great. And it's one of those things where like it's he nice to see a guy. <laughs> you yeah. can cut you can cut the weight. I'm sure, but it's one of those things where like it's nice to see a guy come in, prove himself, and leave with more than he had coming in you know for me that's a big thing in the raider prey house that happened as well with a lot of the top teams is that they got got out of it better than they went in so for strong machine j to have this great singles match i think it i think it's like his ninth singles match in dragon gate yeah and he entered he had a great match he really proved himself as well you know for me that made me really happy and the gear was 10 out of 10 so, yeah. so can't complain I thought it was really great I thought the dynamic was great and I thought it was a great sort of kickstart to leading on to hopefully Shun versus Kakuta next so yeah I really enjoyed it
0: yeah uh, I, if you if you listen to the last episode you can hear my thoughts on it I <laughs> I mostly agree with your your takes on it uh, and yeah uh, moving on uh, we move on to a team that didn't have much success in the ta- tag league in the Reyes de Preas. Uh, ben Rita as they were were named during the tag league. Ben K and Min Rita of Gold Class. Fun. This was the comedy a team that I was just expecting to be at the comedy team. Um, I thought they're best match overall was at the end of the tournament when they it wasn't a tournament match, but I can't count that. <laughs> but uh, I thought their best match was from the opening night where they faced uh, let's see. I just remember it was good. <laughs> but um Ben Rita versus uh, no, not the opening night. Uh, ben Rita versus dragons uh, was a pretty fun opening match for them and I think that is the match that I still remember the most from them because of the Asian spot (laughs) but yeah this this team was just a a whole lot of fun that didn't do much but so I gave them a C minus as well Uh, and yeah what do you think about this? (laughs)
1: <laughs> we're about to get controversial. <laughs> These were my lowest rated team. <laughs> I can
0: see
1: that. I gave them a D. <laughs> For me, like, with Benkei and Minarita, they are so entertaining. Uh, I love them. They are such a great pairing. But apart from, like, the match with the Dragons, which wasn't a spreadsheet match by any means. It was just no, fun. No. But... And, like, mostly fun because of the the hilarious Ishan spot that I kind of wanted him to turn into a gimmick at one point. Just just yeah. showing up out of nowhere to beat the hell out of Minorita would be hilarious. But I think they didn't really have any stand-out matches and performances. And when it got to the end of the tournament, I thought they were, like, regressing a little bit. And I was kind of like, I don't want to feel like this about Benkei and Minorita because I love him. But, like, by the There's
0: end of the tournament... fun to watch just during the entrance. Yeah. But then... The matches just didn't, wasn't anything special.
1: For me, so. in my opinion, I think Benkei and Minarita were in the wrong block because I think they had like, they didn't really have many people that they could really play off of, I think. Whereas I think if you say like you took Benkei versus like Benkei and Minarita versus the rookies or versus the Mochizuki's, you've got a little bit more like, room there to sort of have fun and play off of whereas I think like a lot of the teams in the, and even like Hyo and Ishin, you know, are up for that kind of thing whereas in the B block they didn't really, they had like a lot of serious teams that their comedy sort of died a bit for in the match, whereas I think if they were in A block they probably would have had a better performance but yeah, like for through not a lot of fault of their own, they are my, my last place
0: Yeah. That is surprising. I would, <laughs> uh, I would not have them at my last place, but yeah, they, they, their best match as a team was on the final night, and it wasn't a race to Perez match. It was just a preview match for the Brave Gate title match, which was really good.
1: Well, the one against um, Jason Lee and who else and was it? Machine. Yeah, that Sorry. match was great.
0: That was awesome. That match was great. Uh, but yeah, we move on to a team that kind of uh, not under-delivered, but didn't meet my expectations. Uh, but we're still good overall. Dragon Kid and Dragon Dia, the Double Dragons. A overall good team through the whole tournament. No, No matches went under three stars for me, but in the end, I felt I wanted more from them. <laughs> Their most standout match was the match that was the match of the tournament for up until the final uh, versus Yamadoi. But uh, after that, they didn't really have as many good matches as I wanted them to have. And they didn't make the final, so I was a bit disappointed because I wanted them to win. (laughs) What do you think about this this team?
1: Yeah, I must admit, these guys were originally my predicted winners as well. I had them at eighth place. I sort of had them on that sort of C plus B minus border. You know, I couldn't, oh, really, yeah. I couldn't really is, decide uh, between the two. So that was sort of like my sort of, I just put slash. Yeah, um, that is where
0: it fits on me as also. Like a C plus B minus is perfect for them.
1: Yeah. I think, I think like for me, because they had such a hot start. I was like because yeah. that Yamadoy match was just fantastic. I was like, right, I'm prepped, I'm ready, let's go. These are my guys, these are my tournament winners, I love them. And then they sort of just went, meow, like down a little bit. Like I think they were like they didn't really do anything bad. Do you know what I mean? But I think when you've yeah. got a calibre of wrestler of the you know, the calibre of Dragon Kid, and then you've got a baby face as over and as electric as Dragon Dyer. You know, I would have thought that, like, when you put them together, that they would have been more exciting than they were. I don't know if it's so much that they were in, like, sort of like a Ben and Minorita situation and that the people they were in against the block were not upon their game that much. But I just, I didn't, I didn't enjoy them as B-broke much as I thought I was going to.
0: B as a whole wasn't that. Like most of the teams didn't put in that much effort as the people in A block did.
1: Yeah, like like Dude, all of my all that. of my top four are A-block, you know, it's just yeah. that's that's the name of the game. But I didn't really enjoy them though. I think the Yamadori match, again, I would recommend to anyone watching this as a must-watch match. It was fantastic. And I think if all of the matches were like that, they would have been so high up on my list. But I think I actually enjoyed them more in the in the eight-man tags with D-Courage the that they've been doing. I think that when it
0: was, it was really
1: fun. yeah, I think that when Dragon Kid has all three members of the Courage to to mix it up with, it's a lot better than just him and Dragon Dire. But then also, I think that's down to like some of the competition sort of putting a shift in and not really wanting. to... I'm not sure that don't know if that's fair, but maybe just like not being memorable in the tournament, they're sort of dragged them down a little bit by proxy. But I think overall, they had a really good tournament. Like they were like in my middle range, so they were pretty good.
0: Moving on to a team, I was almost shocked. At. Like both the uh, both the Ki- Dragon Kid and Dragon Dyer team, and this next team was like the teams I was expecting to win the the B block. Like either one of them was I I was expecting to win, not the team that won. <laughs> I was expecting Susan and Kana to be like a sleeper hit, but not the winners of the block. But we are talking about Yamadoi. Doi Yama, Yamato, and Naruki Doi—a classic team, the, one of the most decorated tag teams in Dragon Gate history—and they had their reunion. And um, as as with the Dragons, they had their best match against the Dra- uh, against the Dragons, as we just talked talked about. They and they had a hot start, just like the Dragons. That. Kind of fizzled out when, uh, in the last match against Shun, Shun Kai, where Yamato kind of reverted into Kai, uh, did some uh healish stuff and took a chair and, and and had a really weird finish that I thought was building to a final, but no. <laughs> what did you think about Yamatoi Toyama?
1: So I had them at, like at that sort of B minus B sort of area they were number 7 so right in the middle. Um yeah. I like I basically agree with you you know the dragons match was fantastic. I liked the match with the strong machines as well. Um but I think for me it was not so much like underwhelming compared to my expectations. But I think what both of them were doing separately at the time was more interesting than what they were doing together. You know you've yeah. got Doi, who's going out there doing this awesome free large run and he's defending it the belts Absolutely. here, there and everywhere and then Yamato is cooking this heel character and it's personally more interesting like the stuff that he's doing at the All-Star Junior Festival and stuff like that, for me like what they're doing separately is more interesting than what they were doing together both in the ring and out of the ring, so I think that's why they were a little bit underwhelming for me, but yeah, overall pretty good
0: Yeah and um, like Daruk Doi is a busy man nowadays like he he, he is he, during february he won the all japan junior title uh, like he he is kind of busy uh yamato has his like he he puts in effort when he puts in effort that's what if Yama, that's how yamato works and i think yamato has more fun beating up Rookies than he had during the tur- the tournament.
1: Yeah, like I think and... my take about it as well is that like I've enjoyed Yamato teaming more with Don Fuji because yeah. they're like sort of at the moment they're sort of like this squadron of like like the them Doi and like Moshizuhi to some extent as well now like just beating the hell out of any single rookie that comes in the building and it's great you know i think if yamadoy were in the same block as the rookies that would have been really interesting as well because you would have actually been able to sort of see that in action a little bit more whereas they didn't really have any rookies in the block it's literally just minarita and Dire. yeah and um
0: with that we are done with the b block i am i am also at a c plus with uh, yamadoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, who were your MVPs uh, of the B block? It's pretty obvious for me.
1: Yeah, I would say MVPs of the B block would probably be like Yamadoy.
0: Oh, I would, I would give it to Susan and Condor.
1: Oh, sorry, no, sorry, I, I forgot about Susanoo and Kanda that they were in the B block. It would be Susanoo and Kanda.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, By default of their final and the final night, Kanda and Susanoo getting the MVPs of B block. Uh, moving on to the A-block, and uh, we talk about the rookies. Uh, so we'll start with the rookie team, uh, Kaito Nagano and Yoshiki Kato. Great, great fun. A, a team that um, just has fun. And I think it was so cool to see Kaito and Yoshiki Kato win. First of all, he they won. I think they, it was two matches they won. Did, yeah. I think they ended at four points. The shocking, the most shocking one was when they beat Kung Fu Masters, the former Twin Gate champions. But this team, I was really happy with. Um, probably one of like my favorite things about the t- tournament was seeing them just having fun and, and and improving, because like the rookie class in Dragon Gate is. On such a different level than everywhere else, and uh, they they showed it. Uh, their best match for of the tournament for me was uh, was versus Mochizuki uh, versus versus the Mochizukis, uh, and I would give them a B, B, B plus maybe. How how about you? What did you think think about this rookie team?
1: They were back in the middle for me. I had them at sixth, and I gave them a B as well. And they would have been fifth had Susamu and Kanda not had the finals that they had. I'm going to let rip for a few minutes because I have so much to say about the rookies. And massive over-delivery. I think when you see a rookie team in a tournament, you instantly think they're going to be losing to everyone. What I love, and this is sort of like something that I've noticed is the difference between the first future class and the second one. Management seems to be quite keen on giving the rookies in the second future class wins you know, because you've got yeah. like the ones in the first one. You have like Ishin didn't win for a year, Ryu Fuda is still like not winning. <laughs> you've got like Minorita.
0: Ryu is, is on like he, he is almost as forgotten as Kagetora is, and uh, that is sad for Like, guy that is supposed to be a future star, <laughs>
1: exactly. But like the future class one. Spent loads of time losing. It looks like they're doing the opposite with Future Class Two because they gave Mojizuki Junior a title within a month. They they gave Kaito um sorry Yoshiki Kato his first win in like three weeks, and now this team of Kato and Nagano have picked up two wins in the tournament, and one of those wins the Mojizuki's won. I had it four stars. I think they've been absolutely fantastic. I think they've made the, and I think this is something that a lot of the guys in B Block didn't do. They really made the most of every single opportunity that got given to them. And like, I yeah. can't explain enough how much they've maximized their minutes. You know, both in the performances that they've had in the Tag League, and also the setup for the Kung Fu Masters match, which they eventually won you know, the setup for that had a great match between Jackie and Kaito Nagano, which I thought was fantastic and an awesome exchange between Yoshiki Kato and Jason Lee. And I think the the real credit to the rookies is how much the crowd is behind them. You know, at first, yeah. at first it was very much Kato, but like Nagano has really been getting the crowd on his side as well. They're really into his shtick. They love the whole like football gimmick thing, which is great. And, I just thought they had a real standout tournament. You know, I I look at these guys. I can't believe they debuted in August and December. They've had one match that was at a four-star level for me. The Kung Fu Masters was, like, on the cusp. I had it at 3.75. I think that... And I think their partnership also is great. I really enjoy their partnership too. I think they're a great team. I'd love somehow to see them challenging for the Twin Gate at some point this year. I think if you want to... Give them, like, a push. Give them a big match. See what they've really got. Like, them versus big time, I think, would be a lot of fun. Um, I think
0: them versus big time would be, like, them looking at the future. (laughs) It would would be them versus them in the future. (laughs) Because, like, Kaito Nagano has, like, the KC vibe. And Yoshiki Kato has so the Big Boss Shimizu vibe. So, I...
1: I think I love Yoshiki Kato's whole game of trying to prove that he's the best power fighter is really fun. But I also like yeah. that they put him with guys. like This is something that I said about Benkei and Minarita and the Strong Machines that didn't help them that much. They put them in the right block because he yeah. had, like like I think it was the rookies versus gold class match. The exchanges that Yoshiki Kato and Kota Minora had were awesome like Kota Minoru and Yoshiki Kato had some real sort of powerhouse sort of big boy sort of test of strength exchanges that were great and I thought Yoshiki Kato and Mas- Masaki Mochizuki and Kakuta all they all the powerhouse stuff that they did was awesome so I think this was a real case as well of the rookies were really put in the right block and they were just given the opportunity and they thrived with it I love the rookies tournament
0: yeah I am I uh by the way, you with that like talk, you gave me like the match I wanted for Yoshiki Kato. Along with, I need that match now. Big uh, like big Bo and Yoshiki Kato in the like who is the strongest. I need that, <laughs> but uh, I, I think you were spot on with everything there. Um, and yeah, more more of this team teaming together because they can be a team forever
1: yeah like i won. literally was thinking that yoshiki kato was gonna turn on him in the tournament because he was giving me like such heel vibes i was thinking this guy is like a heel but then when he got all that crowd reaction and people loved him and he sat there smiling with his i love protein support towel and he just had to like oh. actually he's kind of a baby face <laughs> i love him.
0: yeah i love protein and the, the one of the funniest things was was Junior making fun of him for that catchphrase. <laughs> oh,
1: that all the future class, all the second future class is so fun. I love him.
0: Oh, just a family. Uh, moving on, we just brought him up uh, to Mochizuki Junior and his father Masaki Mochizuki. Team of the tournament for me, and. I think, uh, I mean, you, you sold me in the preview on this team not winning a single match. <laughs> we sold you. And, uh, and like the day after, they proved you wrong and uh, they continued to prove you wrong because they were one of the most winningest <laughs> tag team in, the, in this tournament in the, and in the blog. And they were actually in contention to get into the finals. So <laughs> it, it 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 was shocking that they won as much as they did. Of course, I don't think Mochizuka Junior picked up the win in any of the matches.
1: He didn't last one.
0: I... He did in the last one. Yeah, I think
1: he didn't That's last true. one anyway. Yeah, he did. He did.
0: But yeah, two, I think if there was also two time limit draws: uh, one versus Kung Fu Masters and one versus the rookies. No, they won versus the rookies, didn't they?
1: No, the, I think the, rookie, the rookies beat
0: them. Oh no, wait, hold on. I think the
1: rookies oh, had that the was time was a time, time limit draw with the Moritazuka, didn't they?
0: Yeah, and the Kung Masters also had that. Yes. So, it it was a really really good tournament. I thought I thought this this team was like the work rate team of the whole tournament, and uh, a m- must watch team. <laughs> like every match of theirs in the tournament, I recommend that, And every like every match of, of their tournament is like a match that I would like praise a lot. So. What did you think about the, their tournament?
1: So, they were my second favourite team. E minus grade for me. But to be honest, it's basically an A. It's just because like the first team was yeah. just too good. It's an A for me. Um, I think they were the most consistent team of the tournament. I had three four-star matches from them. And all the other matches that weren't four stars were 3.75. You know, every single match that they were in was great. I think for me yeah like i got them sort of like like a susumu canda i thought they were going to be losing to set up this story um which i'm currently working on a little thing on as well and why it's one of the best stories that's being told currently this year but it is one of the um the things that I was really surprised about as well was how much they were winning. But then when you look at what they're sort of doing outside of Raider Parade House with like the trio's match without Masaki Moshizuki, which I thought was quite inspired, I think this new thing of Mochi Fuji against the rookies that Moshizuki Jr.'s teaming up with and friends with is really inspired. I think when you look at the story that they're telling with father and son, there's so many ways that they can go and they're all good directions. So for me, I was really happy that they got a lot of wins in this tournament when I was watching them. Because at the same time, they were one of the best, they were second best team for me in the tournament. I loved them. I thought they were every single yeah. match that they were in, they were great. Mochizuki Jr. is the rookie of the year for me. He's his work rate. I think he's a prodigy in, in the ring, to be perfectly honest with you. But
0: Mochizuki Jr. for me is the third best Dragon Gate wrestler. Of the year.
1: So let me me quickly look at my rankings in my men's wrestler of the year. So, yeah, so my current one is I've got Yuki Yoshioka. Yeah. And I've got Kakuta. Then I've got Shun And then I have Mochizuki Jr. Yeah. (laughs) I have Mochizuki Jr. above his dad. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Because Mochizuki Jr. has an extra four star match in there somewhere. I think it's probably that that trio's match um, that his dad doesn't have. So I've got Mochizuki Jr. above his dad. But yeah, he's been one of the best things about Dragon Gate for the past year. To be honest with you, I think he's fantastic. Yeah. He's an absolute standout, and everything that's involved with Mo Shizuki Junior at the moment just turns to gold because the story is amazing. But yeah, so consistent, and it's nice because you don't really see a lot of father-son teams. So yeah, I thought yeah. they were really cool.
0: It's a it's it's rare to see a, a father-son team, and. Uh... This is definitely the best father-son team going in wrestling right now because I think they're like one of the few. <laughs> but I I, I Yeah, I can't remember any others. But I, I, this is like the best father-son team that I know of in my wrestling history. I don't. Well, they, they are okay. Here's how I'll rephrase that: they are, they are, uh, on the same. They are soon to be on the same level as level as Kensuke, Sasaki, and uh, Katsuyuki Nakajima. No oh, interesting. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we move on from father and son. Uh, I I gave them an A. I think you gave them a also.
1: I gave them like or a right? minus a border that sort of area. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would be on A slash uh, A plus. But. I think the one thing that missed for um, the Mochizuki's, uh, who uh, was that match of the year contender, uh, even though I really, re- I think their match versus Hyo and on the opening night was like one of the best matches of the tournament and definitely in the top five of the tournament. But uh, I think they still missed that match of the year contender that the Dragons and Yamadoi had or... Courage and uh, Yasushi Kanda and Susan move had.
1: Yeah, I think as well you can co- you can kind of tell that they're say that they're holding it in a bit. At least for me, I think they're definitely holding back yeah. a little bit because I think all the good stuff that they're going to cook is going to be around Kobe. So I think if this is like them holding back and them being like we're just going to sort of do what we have to do at the moment, then imagine what they're going to do when they're putting everything in. I just can't wait.
0: Yeah, and moving on to a team that um, had a great first night, but then fizzled very fastly out. Hyo and Ishin of Seabrats, the all-caps tag team that I was very disappointed by by the tournament. And I think this tournament has proven one thing, and that is that Hyo, Watanabe, Hyo, uh, Hyo with like both... Uh, like. Uh, what's it called he, uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he he is not the tournament wrestler and I, I when you watch this tournament when you have watched one of the Hyo Ishin matches after the Mochizuki one you have seen every Hyo Ishin match because because every single Hyo Ishin match was the same after after the Seabrats uh, versus uh, Mochizuki's match on the opening night. Uh what did you think about this team? Hmm.
1: This was my second lowest team. I gave them a C minus. Yeah. I gave them a C minus. The only reason-
0: I give them a D the,
1: <laughs> the only D- reason, D- the only reason why they're my second lowest and not my lowest is simply because of the Mochizuki's match. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, because like anything involving Ishin and Mochizuki Jr. is just amazing to me. I love it. But, yeah. Yeah, like, kind of like with Shun and Kai, I think this was just bad matchmaking to put them together as a team i think sort of hyo oh my god like (laughs) hyo definitely isn't a tournament wrestler like when you when did you say this like the other day when you compared when you basically said hyo was cruiserweight Ethan page
0: (laughs) yeah well that is just true
1: (laughs) it's it's actually kind of too perfect (laughs) because he is and it sort of like reminded me of Ethan Page's run in that tournament I thought he actually showed out but sort of when you've seen one Ethan Page match you've seen like 90% of Ethan Page matches and that's sort of yeah. like what Hyo is like you know like when you've seen one show match you've seen 90% of show matches and I, I was kind of extremely disappointed in them because they had the people in A Block to play off of you know like I thought they could have cooked something really fun with Hulk and Minora considering Hulk's kind of leaving Zebrat story. I thought they could have done something really interesting, but they didn't. I thought they could have done something really interesting with Yuki and Kakuta, but they really didn't. The only bit of interest in this tournament that this team had was the stuff between Ishin and Mochizuki Jr. And, I don't know, I just think it was just bad. I know they were kind of put into a corner because of Diamante's injury. I just yeah. I just don't think they should have teamed. I, w- I would have loved to have seen Shun and Ishin team I would have loved to have seen even like Diamante and Ishin. Because the issue is is that you've got two guys that like to do the heat the heat sort of building up and you put them together and it's like a Randy Autumn match in the tag team. Yeah. Like and it's a shame because for me, Ishin has a really interesting moveset. Like I can't think of another wrestler that does like all these things in combination, but like he does what teardrop suplex, kabata choke slam, you know, like these are like interesting, cool moves. This guy is like... I also think he's got a really great idea of how to work his character in the ring. But because he's a guy who likes to do the heat thing and he's being paired with another guy who's, like, heat personified in Hyo, it just didn't really work. Like, none of their matches apart from the Mochizuki match ever really kicked up a gear. Um, so, yeah, disappointing. And I hope better things are on the on the horizon for Isha because he was really having a good uh, time. I think Ishan's like, probably the one person who... Came into this tournament and left worst off.
0: Yeah, I'm. I still just want him to have a. I I want I want that Asian versus um, uh, Jason Lee Yeah, hundred percent. That would be just awesome. Um, and yeah, I. When you look at. Uh, The fact that Hyo and Ishin uh, basically had the same match uh, in their final match of the tournament uh, against, uh, was it uh, Gold Class, Kota Minora and and BB Hulk. They had the same match they they had had a week prior against D-Courage, but without the time limit draw. (laughs) It was... Like, I watched both matches and I... Like, at the end of the, the Gold Class match, I was like, yeah, this... This was exactly the same match. It was so formula- for like it was so repetitive.
1: It was actually like and a paid by numbers. Was... If I was to compare it to anything, it'd be like a paid by
0: numbers. Yeah, a match that Hyo and Yishin actually had like really good uh, chemistry with, uh, other than the Mochizuki one, was versus Kung Fu Masters. But I think that most was mostly because Kung Fu Masters are great underdogs and they they sold well for them
1: <laughs> yeah like, I would also say as well I thought Ishin and like Jackie had really good chemistry
0: Particularly yeah. particular
1: out of that pairing like I think I think um, just Ishin in general was just really really good I actually like I don't want to yeah, I don't want right. to brag on Hyo do you know what I mean Like I do think Hyo dragged it down a bit but then again I do think like yeah. they just shouldn't have been teaming but it was just one of those situations where because Diamante yeah. was hurt they didn't really have much choice
0: and uh, with that, we move on to, like, my favorite team in the whole tournament, but they didn't win, sadly. Uh, Kung Fu Masters, uh, Jason Lee and Jackie Funky Kame, one of the most underrated and under-overlooked tag teams that are regular uh, in the world. And uh, a, a tag team that I feel everyone should at least, like, watch their match from Kobe World <laughs> last year. Oh, so good. And then... Say, uh, and then like judge them, but uh, Jason Lee and Jackie Kikame uh ended uh, the tournament, not making it into the final sadly. But what a tournament they had! They like A Block was so good, but uh, this uh, Kung Fu Masters of Jason Lee and Jackie Funaki Kame, and De- the discouraged team of Yuki and Mad- uh, Madoka Kikura and. The Mochizuki team are all three my three favorite teams of the tournament, and they all ranked in the top three. I would give uh, Kung Fu Masters an A-, um, and my favorite match of them was Kung Fu Masters versus The Courage on a YouTube upload. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the same for you.
1: Yeah, so I had them at number three. I gave them an A- minus as well. I thought... I think for me, Kung Fu Masters made were the team that made the most out of the tournament. I think I love I love some of the things that they were they were really like experimenting, but I really liked it. You know, they had some really yeah. great matches with D. Courage. I loved the rookies match as well. Um, D. Courage was definitely my favourite, and I actually think Kung Fu Masters versus um oh where is it where is it where is it? I actually think Kung Fu Masters and Hulk Minoru, Like I don't remember a lot yeah. about it, but I actually think it was like a good match. Um, yeah. But like there were a couple of things that they did in this tournament that I really liked. You know, one of them was Jackie showing some aggression. <laughs> like there was there was points where like especially in that Nagano singles match where Jackie was kind of big league. <laughs> like, like, yeah. you never, you it was never see Jackie on top he's always the underdog yeah. but I think it was really cool Like not even just with the rookies as well but they did it in the D match as well there were points where like Jackie was having the upper hand and Jackie was really being the aggressor and sort of the guy on top but I thought I was really creative it was a nice change of pace I really enjoyed seeing that and I really enjoyed um, Lee sort of re-establishing the Lee Wings as well I haven't seen the lead Wings in ages, but it was a really nice bonus yeah. that he's sort of bringing that back and really sort of establishing um, that as well. Little did,
0: little did we know that he was building up to win the Bravier title yeah. right after the second so. yeah.
1: <laughs> and I think it was cool as well that he decided to do it in the match against Yoshiki Kato. Because you're you're, you're kind of thinking, like, just in general match psychology, like, his high-flying stuff isn't going to do much against a guy who's, like, six foot one, however many pounds. So he's going to bring back the submission finish that he hasn't used in a while. And I think as well, just because I like to shout out Jay, because Jay's one of the best commentators in the world, in my opinion. You know, like, Jay really sold that as well. You know, he was like, this is, like, this finisher is protected. Like, loads of people, everyone taps out to the Lee wings. You know, I think him bringing that back was really good. I think especially as well in the match with D Courage, I thought that that was a really creative face-versus-face match. It was one of my favourite matches in the whole tag tournament. Yeah. And I think it was great because it started off with Kung Fu Masters being the aggressors and working over Yoshioka's arm to set up for the Kimura. And then even though they didn't finish on the Kimura, if you watch it, he actually used the worked over arm in the pin. So yeah. I really, really like that. And then also like Yuki also didn't use the arm, he used his other arm. I just thought like, it's just simple stuff. But that for me was like a really big bonus. So. Yeah, I, and just, like, I love the, the country. The
0: finish of that match happening like one minute before the time limit. Oh, when that yeah, was... that was fantastic! Fantastic. I think the uh, eventual work.
1: time came in like there might have been like eleven seconds left on the clock.
0: Uh It was the final time was nineteen minutes and twenty three seconds. Yeah, but uh, so but good. like they they were so teasing the the time limit and I. Really liked it. Uh, something that should be say, said about this tournament was that it had a lot of time limit draws. Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: they they went a bit rosy. But, but,
0: but some of those time limit draws were really good. Uh, as we'll get into next with uh, Go Class, Kota Minora and BB Hulk, the Golden Princes. I think they were nicknamed uh, something like that. The the Golden Handsome Princess, Princess or something. <laughs> but uh they were a shockingly uh g- good pairing in my opinion i i was i wasn't expecting them to be as good as they were and i i was a really big fan of them at at the end of the tournament and i thought bb hulk had one of his best months in wrestling in a long time um in the month of february uh and this this team was really good. I would. I ended up giving them a B, uh, B plus, like in that range. Um, their match of the tournament was a time limit draw on the opening night versus Yuki Ushuruka and Madoka Kikura for me. But they also had a really, really good uh, match versus the Mochizukis and a really good match versus. I think it was. Uh, it was on one of the, versus the rookies. No, no, versus Kung Fu Masters. <laughs> I oh, all all these shows were a a lot for me. <laughs> they, as you may have heard, when I when I was recording my reviews of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what did you think about this team?
1: They were my number four. I gave them a B plus, just solid B plus. Um, yeah. I like the Mochizukis, I think they were really consistent. They weren't consistently on like the four level. They were more consistent on like a three point five to three point seven five level, which is totally fine. You know, still great yeah. matches. Um, the main event on night one was so good. I had a four point two five. I thought it was fantastic, and I actually originally thought these guys were going to be in the final because, they've, well, as we went on, because yeah. they've been cooking. I mean, they've been cooking. They got, a-
0: they- Made it to the semi-finals. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> We've been cooking this thing with Hulk and Kakuta where sort of like, I think it sort of started at King of Gate last year. I think that's sort of where it started. Yeah. But like Hulk has sort of been the guy that Kakuta can't beat, And when they did the 20 minute time limit draw, I just have to put over the cell in particular. Hulk's cell of the Lariat was insane like,
0: oh. like, like he
1: basically fantastic. did like a pack Phoenix sort of Lariat cell where you just do like a massive flip I just oh it was great I, I thought I literally was sat there like it's Hulk doing this <laughs> like but when they did the draw and they were like 20 minutes and Kahuta would have pinned Hulk had it not been for the time limit, I was like this is the finals but it wasn't and I actually think what they'll do is they'll give Kakuta a singles win over Hulk and King of Gate, probably. So, oh. fingers crossed for oh, that. Yeah. That's sort of what I'm thinking is going to happen now. Because they're definitely going to pay yeah. off. But um, um, Or maybe he'll beat him in the trios match at Kobe.
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, I, I really, really, really like what B.B. Hawk is doing right now. I... Like uh, with this tournament, I think he has beat the wa- wash allegations away oh, yeah. because I think he he has been really good the whole tournament and he's just been putting up up like really good work and um, it it in in the end I just wanted this team to be more and and team more I want them to be be at Wingate title match. I think And that is something if you told me before this tournament that I wanted that I would end end the tournament wanting Kota Minora and BB Hawk to be twin gate challengers, I you I would have said no you're insane because I've I i do not want BB Hawk near any titles <laughs> except the triangle game. <laughs> but but i I actually want to see them challenge for the twin gate. I think them them versus B, big time would be really, really, really good.
1: I totally agree. And I think my Positive about this pairing is like well I've got a few I think one if this is BB Hulk's last Big baby face run It's great because the pairing Really works you know he's perfect
0: And he needs to get New gear if it's his last one He needs the shiny pants back
1: (laughs) I think everyone's saying it Everyone's thinking it we need the shiny pants back Um, But for me Minora and Hulk have surprisingly Great teamwork in the ring you know like when when you see the sort of combinations they were putting out it's it's not a pairing that I immediately would have gone like oh Hulk and Kota Minora I never would have put them together their teamwork in the matches is really good the moves that they were like the sort of tag team combination moves they really had like you know I think there was one really good one where Kota Minora does like a bit of a lariat combination and they hit him with the first flash I thought that was really cool um and I think one big positive about this is my take with Minora has always been like he's an awesome wrestler but he needs to like push his personality a little bit more you know like dragon gate has so many wacky characters that you sort of kind of need to be a bit of a character to stand out and Menorah doesn't really have that i think the good thing about pairing him with hulk is hulk's personality rubs off on him but it doesn't overshadow him he's very much like a sort of like a helping hand for minora so I think one nice thing in this tag league is you saw quite a bit of like Kota Minora coming out of his shell a little bit more. You know, he is in that rehab position from the main event angle from last year that didn't really go over that well. Yep. But I think like Hulk's pairing with Minora was really great because you can kind of see like Menorah having a lot of fun. He's coming out of his shell. The crowd's really receiving him nicely as a baby face as well. So I think the the tag team pairing has a lot more benefits than just being great in the ring. You know, I think Hulk is really doing a lot of good for Kota Minora and I agree. I'd love to see him challenge for the Twin Gates. I'd love to see him maybe even win them. I think they're great.
0: Yeah. Um, a Poor Kota Minora will never, like, be... He will never be, like, not talked about when it comes to the the, the whole uh, Dream good. Uh, Dreamgate, uh, Kobe World, built last year, and how mm. fucked up that was. <laughs> like, poor Kota Minora, I feel for you. I feel for you. Um, but yeah, he uh, he has beaten those away, in my opinion. And yeah, uh, yeah. Because I think on... like
1: I think with class in general they're such a great unit but I think when it comes to yeah. like Benkei and Minorita being such big characters they can kind of like overshadow Minora a little bit whereas I think with Hulk it was nice because he's sort of like Hulk's like funny and he's wacky but he's not like super in your face wacky he like unless he wants to be. So I think in this tournament he did a really good job of like being that sort of character but not taking the front seat away from Minora. So I really really like them yeah. as a pairing.
0: Um... I feel like um, I feel like Kota uh, Minora just with this teaming got more of a chance to show that he's the leader of the unit, and mm-hmm. because after all he, he is the leader of Gold Class. Yeah. Uh, everyone knows that, and but sometimes when he's with Benke and Minorita, he's people forget that he's the leader because Benke is so charismatic and. And with this, he got to show that he is actually like the main person of the unit. Um, of course, he will got, gets overshadowed instantly when Ben K comes in and does his cheeky, cheeky, cheeky. But like, I Dragon Gate and most of the fans see Kota Minora as the leader of the unit. So it was nice to see him like be the focal point. I kind know. Of. But we move on to the top guys in, in the babyface uh, part of Dragon Gate and the winners of the tournament. The winners of A-Block and the winner of tournament Courage-Ass or Ass Courage, but the official name is D-Courage, Yuki Oshouka and Madoka Kikura. <laughs> um, what a great pairing. I, but I mean... This is the Courage we're talking about. Every all three p- people in Decourage are awesome, and them teaming up is awesome. Um, but yeah, Decourage uh, shocked me. I, I did not expect them to win the tournament, but I am so for it because, as I said in my review of the the match, I think no, uh, you reviewed the match, but in my when I talked about the match on the on the uh, podcast, I said that. Decurge is like a team. It's a unit that has been built up so well that you you can't blink an eye when they win some A tournament because it just feels right because they are the main characters of the company. So, of course they can win the tournament <laughs> like that's that makes sense because they are the focal point of the of the whole company. Uh what do you think about this thing?
1: So, before I like go into what I think of them, I want to ask you a question. Which team do you prefer? Do you prefer Yuki and Daya or Yuki and Kakuta?
0: After this tournament, I prefer Yuki and Kakuta. But then again, Yuki and Daya can team up tomorrow and I will probably change my mind. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, after this tournament, I would say Kakuta and Yuki.
1: I would agree. Because they were my favorite team in the whole thing. A plus grade from me. They had yeah. such an excellent tag league. And it wasn't like I predicted a decourage team would win. I just predicted the wrong d team would win. But I originally had these guys in my finals. I was thrilled that they made it and I was thrilled that they won. Um for me, I think they were really, yeah, they were really good. Your, your original
0: final was uh, D Courage versus uh, Dragon Kid and Dragon Dio, wasn't it? it? Was yeah, so, so I was really
1: happy that at least like one of my guys made it because you know, my King of Gate prediction was incredible, you <laughs> know, predicting Yuki Oshioka to win King of Gate when I've only been watching for like a week. Um, so like I had to keep my tournament treat going on, so I, I kind of like 50% there, 50% there, but yeah. You know, I I thought they just had an excellent tag league overall, and it wasn't a case where like I love Susan and Kanda, but they really had like a couple of great matches for Yuki yeah. and Kakuta. I think like the vast majority of matches they were in were great. You know, I could go on.
0: Yeah, this uh, like standout bad not bad, but not that special match was the Yo and match. Yeah. So. And like I think, but every every other match was like really really good yeah
1: I mean for me they had like one four star they had two 4.25 which was the gold class and the kung fu masters matches and then the finals I gave a 4.5 you know and then the match that they had with big time after winning I gave a 4.25 yeah I think yeah they're just so great as a tag team and like I will say one thing I do like I'm gonna make a little bit of a comparison to American wrestling here for me they're sort of doing what this team that they're doing the same thing as this team is what they're doing with Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. You know, like, Britt Baker had her title run, she won a lot, and now that it's Jamie's time, she's taking all the pinfalls and she's taking all the submissions. Was,
0: that is an excellent point. Oh, my God. I was, I was, yeah. I was like... I was like, first, first I was like, what is she talking about? (laughs) At first you're
1: probably like, why are you comparing Yuki to Dr. Britt Baker DMD? But you know, I
0: think. Yeah, I was (laughs) was feeling a bit mad there.
1: They're they're both 4.75 star merchants. (laughs) But, you know, like, I, that's, that's sort of the comparison for me though. You know, like how Britt Baker won, now it's not her time anymore and it's Jamie's time. Britt Baker's the one who's taking all the pins. That's exactly what's happening yeah. with Yuki and Kakuta. You know, it, it's obvious that they're building Kakuta for a Dream Gate challenge. I mean they're practically even
0: though put it even though, even though is the one winning, the Yuki Oshoka is still the the like the guy everyone considers the ace of the of the promotion in in the making. <laughs> yeah. So
1: and I think as well with that comparison that I made is that could probably slap you across the face, you know, they couldn't slap you across the face enough and say, Kakuta is going to challenge Shun Skywalker for the Dreamgate title, it is so obvious, he is so protected at this point, and he's been protected basically since the Shingo match, but literally every single pinfall that they took in this tournament was yu gi because he took them all, he took the pinfall in the title match that they had after, and virtually every single pin that D Courage got was Kakutas. So yeah. and but the thing is, is that like with our good older uh, dentist Dr. Britt Baker, it hasn't hurt Yukioshoka in the slightest because he had that great push and the push that he had uplifted the two people around him. So D Courage yeah. as a whole got pushed because of the push that Yukiyoshoka got. So now Yoshioka's in, a petition, in a, a petition a position where he can take pins and it doesn't hurt him. But what it does do is it makes Kakuta look great because Kakuta's getting all the wins. So for me that was like a huge plus point. Loved it. And I will also shout out a couple of uh, a couple of particular spots. One big spot in the finals was when he used the D3 on Suzumu. Yeah. I thought that was, that was so inspired, and especially just because you've got like this great match. You use this former tag team partner's move on him, and then also in the title match after he used D three on KZ, who everyone knows retired. Kness. so you know for me that was like really great. And I think in this match, you know,
0: it, this is this is why I wanted you on here because I t- like <laughs> those like m- m- uh, like reminding me of Kness. like that. I that completely like passed my mind that he uh, hit Susumu, the former tag partner of k K&S, with k move and yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that completely flew by me during that match and I've watched that match like three times yeah. now
1: well, I mean, <laughs> it was also that like so Jay on the commentary as well, like, when he said it I was like, oh my god, but like him using the D3 and then <laughs> Yasushi Kanda's Tornado to Acapulco, Corkscrew Moonsault headbutt that he nearly killed him, gave that match an extra point two five yeah. of a star for me but yeah. Like, he not only used the D3 on Suzumu, who tagged with Kness, but he also used the D3 on Casey who retired Kness. So I thought that was, like, yeah. really, really inspired. And both of them kicked out, and then he ended them with the, like, well, he ended Suzumu with the Lariat. Um, obviously, they lost a big time. But I just thought Kahusa has been so protected. He's been kept so strong. And they are slapping you in the face with like he is going to be a challenger for Shun, probably next, or like next for one. But yeah, overall the team couldn't have looked stronger even though Yuki Yoshioka was taking pins. So for me, this team was kind of like a masterclass of how you want to build a team through a tag league. So I think, you know, fantastic. Gold Star, loved him.
0: Yeah. I I think it's Really hard for me to choose who I preferred preferred in the tournament between these this team and uh, the Mochizukis. Uh, I think the finals might give the slight edge to the uh, Yuki and Kikura. And yeah, as you as you said there, that Kikura is just off this tournament. He has already like like both him and Yuki are on my like top top 10 list for men's wrestlers of the year and i think kikura would just keep on climbing especially if he is facing uh well he is facing chun but as the year moves on i think kikura can end the year being like the most outstanding wrestler in dragon gate and uh, i i can definitely see that happening and i think a lot of that will be owned to that this tournament and uh the the match of the U contender he had in the final and the subsequent rate Wingate match and the Kung Fu Masters tag and the Motisuke match and the opening night match it it's a, it was a great team and um yeah to a great tournament and uh, as we uh, I'm guessing they were as you said they are the top team in the tournament so they are the top team of A block. Uh, For me, I. With a slight edge, I would give it to Yuki and Kikura over the Mochizukis of being the top team in A Block and the top team in the tournament.
1: I think it's between as well Kakuta and Mochizuki Jr. for just a standout sequels performer of the whole tournament.
0: Yeah. But uh, this tournament, as we've uh, kind of like talked during the show, what were. Your um, top three matches of the tournament, in order, uh, from three to one.
1: Are we counting the final. Yes. Uh, so from three to one, or one to three. Three, to three one. to one. Okay. So my third favorite match would be probably yamadoy versus the Dragons. Okay. Uh, my second favorite is D Card versus Kung Fu Masters. And then my favorite is obviously the finals.
0: Okay. Interesting, because we have all the three same matches, but in different (laughs) order. (laughs) So, my favorite, uh, my uh, third favorite was uh, Kofi Masters versus uh, Yuki, Ocho, and Kikura. And Madoka Kikura. uh, I had that at at 4.25. Yamadoi versus Dragon Kid and Dragon Daya, I had that at 4.5. And the finals, the Courage, Yuki Oshoku and Midaka Kikura versus uh, Susumu Mochizuki and Yashushi Kanda, I have at 4.75. I haven't updated my sheet on that, but I have it on 4.75. Yeah, it. Yeah, I, it is my Dragon Gate match of the year. Nice, so love it. But with that, uh, it this has been a really fun conversation about the t- a tag tournament that I need them to do again. Um Ooh, what
1: kind of teams do you think we could get? I know the units sort of change like the wind and dragon gate, but sort of do you think there's any cool teams we could get next year?
0: i th- Any like next next year SBK and Takuma Fujio.
1: Oh yes. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs>
0: that is the final finalist team. That is the Yukio Shoken team of this year. They have year. to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they definitely have to win. We have um, so
1: many things to just DMJ with after the show. I,
0: I think uh, a funner like exper- a funner like exercise would be to look at the teams in this block in this tournament and see. And try to predict what team will be in next year's Raya de Raya if they do it. Oh,
1: that's a good idea.
0: So, okay, pick three teams that you think will make, uh, make, make it until next year. Well, no, I'll do this uh, the other way. I'll do this the other way. Just a yes or no. Uh, next year's tournament will decourage Yuki and Midoka Kikura being as a team.
1: I think unless Yuki and Daya are in, yeah. It's gonna be either
0: or. Yeah, because Decourage will not have breaking up by broken up by Oh no, like, hell so.
1: no. <laughs> no, they are they they adding members, they're gonna add Dragon Kid. They're gonna milk that.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that that is a yes from both of us. As long as they don't want either one of them, Don't team will yeah. die. Uh Go class, Codeminore and BB Hawk. Yes or no? Don't need to expand on everything. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But I i don't I don't I don't think they I maybe
1: I think if Hulk's stood in the game then yeah. Yeah if, if Hulk,
0: Hulk hasn't pulled his Oscillant awesome and
1: betrayed them by
0: then. I that that kind of up and also. Hulk's an <laughs>
1: actual
0: uh, will, the Ma- <laughs> will the Kung Fu Masters be in next year's? I think tournament? so, yeah. They yeah, should. I think that's a lock. Don't, don't don't screw it up and put Jason Lee and hole and then Jackie and. Uh, and Super I don't maybe. Yeah, maybe coming, yeah, <laughs> coming Fu Masters isn't a thing next year. That would be scary. I hope not. Uh, a team. I hope not. I hope doesn't team to next year is Hero Nation because I hope. I hope Eastern is in America during this year, this month, next year. Oh, so. yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, Easton and and excursion would be really fun. But yeah, I think if they do just team Hyo or Easton with someone like Diamante, who can be fun and cool and electric and exciting. So yeah, hopefully not a team. I.
0: I don't see at all teaming next year is uh, Masaki Mochizuki and Mochizuki Jr. because I think next year we will have heel Mochizuki Jr.
1: What do you think he's going heel?
0: I, I think he's definitely turning on his father.
1: Oh, that's interesting, because I thought they might have like During an amicable father son match and you know be a bit Ring of Honor about it, a little bit respect and ah uh, go their separate ways. But you know, heel Mochizuki Jr. is exciting to think about.
0: Well. Next year, I don't think M3K is... Oh, I no, think. it won't be. Uh, maybe an unaffiliated team of Susumu and Kanda, but I don't think M3K will be a thing. I, I think Mojizuki uh,
1: Jr. will be in it. I just don't know who he's going to team with. So, yeah, that'll be another one this one.
0: Jr. is teaming with Ishin.
1: <gasps> yes! <laughs> <laughs> well, junior that Jr. is uh, awesome. corrupting more people.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Uh, Nagano and Yoshiki Kato... I am that is an interesting one. I think it all depends on if they haven't gone on excursion. Because I I have a feeling that Nagano and Yoshiki Kato will go on excursion together when they I hope
1: so. Go on I hope excursion. so. They they're really good as a team. You know, I think like maybe Kato might turn heel or something, but I, I honestly wouldn't do that at this stage. I think they should yeah. just go on excursion together as a team. Yeah, Yeah. I would probably say yes if they're in Japan, no if they're not.
0: Yeah. Um, Yamadoi, Toyama. I feel like this year was a one-time thing, and I think Yamato might be a... I don't know what Naruki-doi is doing next year, because he might might announce at the end of this year that he's retiring next year or something. (laughs) I hope not because I love Doi, but I, I, well, Doi Doi's body is has been beaten up, and I've been like counting the time ever since Yoshino t- uh, uh, retired of Naruki Doi following him. So, it's not it's not certain that Naruki Doi is wrestling next year. Is what yeah. I'm saying.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> just sad because I like, he's great. Yeah, I don't I don't think that, I think it's a one time like, thing as well. I, not...
0: Yeah, that is. I would love. Not... That is like the one thing with Norikidoi on this freelance run that I always take off is that I feel like this is just him on his last run. Yeah.
1: Um, I think, as well, I think Yamato will be in it next year just with a different partner. Um, one thing I would love to see as yeah. well is like Mochi Fuji.
0: <laughs> that, that would be funny. <laughs> I, if they do the Pareas next year, Mochi Fuji as, uh, as the Torimon. Previous yeah, act. I won't. Awesome. I won't
1: predict them to be jobbers.
0: <laughs> a Dragon Kid and Dragon Dya. That is an interesting one. Um, what if next year they switch the uh, DeCourge teams? If the Dragon Kid joins Decourage, of course, and they have UK t- UK team with uh, the kid and kick it up with Dia. or dia with you kid kick it out with kid that would be an interesting switch
1: yeah see that's why i don't think they'll team together next year because i think they'll all be in one big group and they'll probably just mix the teams up which i think will be quite fun um i would personally go maybe yuki kid and kukuta dia because it's like the one yuki team that we haven't seen but you know yeah i think they'll be in a different decourage team
0: i assuming that Dragon Gate has joined yeah. the See, this is the problem with predicting in one year's time in Dragon Gate. Dragon Gate can switch up t- units so quickly. Wait, this
1: time, next year, like, like one of these units probably won't exist.
0: Yeah, there's no guarantee that the Gold Class, Seabrath, FGK, and Natural Vibes all make it through the year. <laughs> like, at least one of these units are not making through, uh, making it through the year. Uh, ben Rita, maybe maybe they want to try and Well, I don't actually see Minorita being with Gold Class next okay. year around this time. I because I I think a um I think he's going through a, a bit of a character change during the summer this year. And I think he's gonna maybe revert back to Takumi for uh Hayakawa it, or something. I have a feeling that this like emo Minorita thing we have we saw on uh, on Champion Gate after he lost the title might lead to some changes. But uh, I don't think Rita will be a team next year. I I think if Gold Class still is a thing uh, thing and Miner, and they both are still in Gold Class, I see Minorita teaming with Minora because that was like the obvious one and. Uh, Ben K, probably I don't know <laughs> doing doing something.
1: Yeah, I would I would go the same. I think like D Courage, if God class is still together, they'll probably mix the teams up. I would honestly love yeah. and pay a lot of money to see a Benkei and Hulk tag team. <laughs> it,
0: yeah, that would be, <laughs> be awesome. so funny. Um, <laughs> moving on to Susumu Mochizuki and the Kanda. I don't think Yasushi Kanda is wrestling next year. It's it's a
1: good thing he had that one last great performance in him.
0: Like, he had his his best match since, like, 2010. (laughs) That's probably the last time
1: he did a Tokyo Suicide, it was 2010.
0: So, like, Yasushi Kanda, I don't think he's going to make it to... Like, he's probably going to be in... uh, If he's still wrestling next year, he will be back on the like on un- the affiliated undercard uh role that it was before m3k because m3k is like the one unit that d- that i see have have like a two percent chance of making it through the year still being a team so um susumu i mean they can always have Susamu team up with someone and I don't think he's nearing at the end because I think Suzumu just has a lot of fun wrestling and he still makes makes the gear for everyone. So
1: I think I think Suzumu will definitely I think you, I'm thinking along the lines of you, but I don't think they'll be teaming. I think maybe they could put Suzumu back with natural fight, vi- one of the natural vibes guys maybe. But yeah, I don't think these guys will be teaming because I think uh I see a Sushi Kana, I think he's on his way out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um Moving on to the team of Strong Machine J and Strong Machine F. I mean, maybe. Maybe they will bring back the, um, the Strong Machine gimmick uh, for Don Fuji. But I don't... I don't. It's not something I would, like... It's a maybe. <laughs> I mean,
1: I really want Mochi Fuji now, so I would say maybe bring back Strong Machine K. <laughs> <laughs> but but if not maybe just like just team strong machine J was one of the natural vibes guys and so you got a team so yeah I don't think they'll team either. Yeah. Uh,
0: Seabrats shouldn't should Skywalker and Kai. I don't see Kai being a part of Seabraths uh, next year. So, uh, I I Kai is like the one guy I see being kicked out of Seabrats soon if he if they are like, kicking someone out of the unit. Except for SP Kento.
1: Uh, I think on that one, it's probably between maybe Kai and maybe Hyo. I think Hyo might be on that radar as well. Um, Yeah, I just... I think Shun and Kai will be in it, just teaming with different people.
0: Yeah. Well, that was a fun (laughs) exercise. Uh, That is all, like, considering if the Reyes de Pereira's Tag League will happen in 2024, and uh, again, it is in one year's time. Uh, so we, <laughs> we and predicting Dragon Gate uh, one year in advance is is very hard because it's Dragon Gate. It's a ever changing promotion. But it was really fun to have you back on to talk about uh, the tournament, and um, it was ha- fun having you on the preview, and then to have have your thoughts about how wrong we were in the preview. <laughs>
1: i apologize you sushi Kanda. <laughs> uh,
0: everyone everyone should have written their apology letter to your, your sushi Kanda. um but any last uh plugs you have before we move yeah, on
1: yeah i mean you, you can before... follow me on twitter at amy hey underscore 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 you know just the basics um i do have i am working on a little thing about the Mochizuki so keep an eye out on that when I'm finished with it and when it releases because in my opinion the story with Mochizuki Jr and his dad is like one of the best stories of the year and it's only really just getting kicked off so you know get on that train before you know you miss your chance and have a little read when that comes out I don't know when it will be out because I haven't finished it yet but just a little advance and yeah. I mean, maybe I'm like a tournament exclusive guest, you know, maybe who should I come back for King of Gate?
0: <laughs> maybe that, you're always welcome oh, back. Thank you. Maybe one day, maybe one day on the, uh, on the three uh, on the main show and uh, or like when a main <laughs> a show where everyone I don't know is enough
1: on. about I DDT though. <laughs> I just I, I know that, that the is... rookies are really cool. I know that Yukio Sakaguchi is underrated and cool. I really like you know Yuki Weno and MJ Paul's my guy. <laughs> yep
0: yeah. and that I, I am also uh, working on something for the five star network. I am working on a Preview for Judgment, and I am regretting me uh, signing up to do it, but I'm doing it. It's like
1: when I did the Muto one, (laughs) and I was literally regretting my life because of how many crossovers there were.
0: Wow. Well, with the Muto show, you at least had like some. uh, You didn't have. Most of the matches meant something, kind of. (laughs) On the. On the judgment preview, I have a lot of nothing no. matches to preview.
1: Just write three paragraphs shitting MJ but, Ball.
0: <laughs> but um, I have been Sondra, uh, and um, this has been kind of a bonus episode, and uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, Amy being back on is, of course, awesome. Thank you. Uh, ne- we will be back next week, me and uh, Dylan, maybe Yannick, uh, but we will be back uh, next week. Ah, previewing judgment and a previewing Memorial Gates. Hopefully, we have hopefully we have more matches announced for Memorial Gates by the next time of next recording, but probably not. <laughs> Even though it's in eight days, it's it is next Saturday, so they should announce some matches soon. Uh, but. Um, we will also talk about the Gleet uh, UWF tournament next week. So that's going to be fun, because it will be the first time we talk about uh, Gleet, Gleet, great on, on the podcast. And uh, it's been uh, a fun opening night of the UWF tournament. And I wanted, since Gleet is kind of in the family with Dragon Gate, I will, or not the family, but they are, it is a company founded by like exiles from Dragon Gate. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, that, look forward to that. Some Glee Talk next week, uh, which prob- because that's probably the only shows we have to review. But uh, until then, as always, be ready, wake up, and go! Wake up and go!